You're listening to Spotlight on Business on Newstalk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. Once again, here's your host, Laura Smith. Welcome back. My guest is Rachel Terhorse of Make-A-Wish Foundation. She is the Northwest Indiana Advancement Officer of Make-A-Wish of Ohio, Kentucky, and Indiana, but specifically focusing on our general area right around here. And I'm learning so much from listening to you, Rachel, about Make-A-Wish, an organization I've always thought in my heart is something I would love to be able to donate to or volunteer for or do something because it just sounds like a dream come true for anyone who is on the receiving end from that, but also on the donating end and volunteering end. Because when when you know that you're blessing little children or even children in their teens who are critically ill, as you mentioned, is who is eligible, um, that it just makes you feel so good. It, it gives you such purpose. So make a wish uh, in Northern Indiana. I think a lot of people like to know that when they are donating, that maybe a child in their area, in their specific community is going to be blessed by this. So how do people make sure that um, when they do donate or volunteer that you are, they are actually helping somebody in their own community? Great question. I love this actually. And what Make-A-Wish does. So Make-A-Wish has been very strategic in this and that funds that are raised locally stay local. So you are guaranteed that if you donate to Make-A-Wish, or I should say when you donate to Make-A-Wish, it does help a child within your area, your region. So it doesn't go to some bucket that goes to some, you know, outside force that no one ever sees again. Um, It's raised local, it stays local. And I think that's one thing that I find so interesting is oftentimes when you hear the word or the words make a wish, you you think sometimes of like this huge national brand and it's just kind of out there and you know they're doing good things and we've got a great name and reputation, but it's hard to make the personal connection. And what what is interesting to me is that it's actually a very tight community. It's very local. It's the children are in our neighborhoods, they're in our schools, they're in our communities, they're local. And our chapter is local and we're on the ground. It's not just some faraway places no one's ever heard of. Like we are granting wishes locally. We are fundraising locally. We are volunteering locally. And then our families are, you know, our next door neighbors. And so when you do help a child, you you have that satisfaction and that warm peace that you're helping a kiddo who's local to where you live. Yeah, I think that's really great because it, it really... I think what it does is it incentivizes people knowing that it could be somebody, you know, in the in their town or the next town over. I don't know. It's just something that I think warms people's hearts to know. In fact, I we're going to give this website uh, and this web address a few times because we want people to, you know, mark it down, write it down and and to get it because it's um it's it, it needs a little bit of explanation. But the website is OKI dot wish dot org forward slash n w i n explain that to us what it what does that stand for if you would rachel so sure so it is kind of a lengthy website but every letter is super important in it so it starts out with oki um which is actually our chapter of ohio kentucky and indiana and then the wish.org is pretty self-explanatory. But then the last part of it, the NWIN, is where it's so important because 
that stands for Northwest Indiana. So that guarantees that when you make a donation through this portal, your funds are marked specifically for Northwest Indiana. So that's why I know it's a little bit of a lengthy address, but it does guarantee that the funds are local. Absolutely. So again, it's okiwish.org forward slash N-W-I-N. We'll give it again at the end of the segment. So let's talk about some ways people can donate. Obviously, online is one of them. Um, Can people volunteer? Can people donate items that would be maybe requested? Like, let's say some child wants a specific type of experience that takes them to a store for this type of item or something. Is there a way for people to get involved? So is that part of what you do is you connect the dots between the the wish and then the grantors of the wish? So yes, to answer your question, there are so many ways that people can support Make-A-Wish. I will go through them kind of quickly and then we can talk more specifically about them. So obviously the one pretty self-explanatory is funding um, and that is personal or corporate. Uh, We kind of talked about this a little bit at the first segment, but the average wish is $10,000. So um, obviously funding is very important. It's it's a huge part of what we do. One thing to note is that when we grant a wish, if it is a travel wish where they're going to Disney or another place, um, we do allow the entire family. It is an entire family that gets to go. So it's not like the child has to pick the favorite parent or the favorite sibling. So that does kind of help understand why the wish amount is what it is. Um, So funding obviously is very important. Um, One thing is wish granting, which is more the physical aspect. So for instance, if you are someone who is skilled in, um, you know, electrician electrician or building or um, those type of things where a child wants a play set, um, helping put that together, that's actually part of the granting. We have volunteers who actually come to the home and put the play set together, whether it's a a pool or a home redo. If you have, I say skilled remodeler, but if you know how to paint, if you're comfortable with that, those those are ways that you can um, support Make-A-Wish. There's also volunteerism, um, which can go many different ways. We talked about at the beginning that when a child is trying to figure out what their wish is, they meet with the volunteer at the very beginning and that volunteer does go through a training Um, And then they understand some of the questions that they ask that they need and some of the information to help the family along the way. And they are kind of that first point of contact. So in a way, I a little bit jealous. They get such a fun part of it because they get that immediate interaction with the family and they get to actually see the face on the, you know, the child's face when they're hearing about their wish and kind of daydream with them, if you will. Um, So that's a huge part of volunteerism that we have. We have one actually local here who has granted hundreds, and I mean hundreds of wishes, and she can turn so quick on, uh, we, I contacted her here recently and said we had kind of a scheduling conflict and we need to get a party for this child to let them know that their wish has been granted. She knocked it out of the ballpark in 24 hours. I mean, she had food delivered and themes and balloons and table. I mean, she just went all out. So our volunteers are top notch. People are so good. She is so passionate about it. I I just really, again, that's 
gives me goosebumps to think that somebody is so selfless and just derives so much joy from seeing someone else's joy. It's just really touching. And I know, I know for a fact that there are hundreds of, if not thousands, even millions in Northern Indiana who feel exactly the same and would do anything they could to to do this for a child. Um, let's see what else. So there's the donation of money. There's the donation of time and the donation of services and ability. What if like somebody has something they want to donate? Uh, like, let's say an 18-year-old needs a car because you go up to 18 years old for granting wishes, something like that. Are people in the community that have the ability and wherewithal to do that, would they be able to donate something like that? So there are some products that are donated, but typically it just, it honestly depends on what the wish is. And then they work with our team to kind of figure out how to best serve the family. So maybe it's what you would call like an in-kind donation. So they donate something and we use that to fulfill a wish. I hope I'm answering that correctly on what you're asking. But yes, you can do in-kind donations as well. Gosh, I mean, it just, it seems endless the ways in which you people could get involved. What would you most like us to know in the last few minutes of our segment together, Rachel? What would you most like us to know, um, people right here in Northwest Indiana, where you're serving the chapter of Ohio, Kentucky, and Indiana, um, but in our area specifically, what would you like us to know? Anything from either your your main office there or just from your own heart of what you've seen and and what brings you the most joy, what would you like to share with us? So I, as, I, as you're talking, I'm thinking about that. And I would say that if you take anything away from this, take away what a difference, and it's not a small difference, what a difference this makes in the lives of the child, of the siblings of the WISH family, and in the parents. That is one thing to me that Make-A-Wish is so vital. We not, we help, the wishes are so, play such a vital role in the emotional health of the child. I actually had a friend whose nephew uh, was a wish kiddo and she was sharing her story with me and she's an aunt. She's an, So she's not even like a mother or a sibling, whatever, she's an aunt. And she said one time she was talking to her nephew about his wish and he got kind of quiet and he said, they don't know this, but he actually... Um, has had multiple health issues. So he has been through so much. And he said, that was the best day of my life. Mm -hmm. And it kind of startled her. And she thought that's what he looks at and what he thinks of when he's going through a low point, which unfortunately is fairly regularly. So just what a difference, see the whole picture of this and how it changes the life of these kiddos, of their families, how it helps them, how it gives them something to think about while they're going through treatment, something to look forward to, memories that they're looking back at, um, and that it's local. You know, one of the things you talked about ways people can support is spreading the word that we are local, that we are here, that we are in the neighborhoods, that you can give locally, like you said, whether it's through funding or whether it's through time or skill or volunteerism, um, it's all very much so in our neighborhoods, in our communities, in our regions. I would say that's the number one thing is that it does make a huge difference in these kiddos' lives. I can't think of anything more important than what you said, the exponential 
effect, good effect of what granting a wish can do, not just for the child receiving it, but for their entire family and support system. And then, of course, to the people giving themselves. It's good for your health from every point of view. Rachel Terhorst, Northwest Indiana Advancement Officer for Make-A-Wish, Ohio, Kentucky, and Indiana, and specifically right here in our area in Indiana. Thank you so much. One more time or five more times, let's give the website address for people to go to so that people can try to commit it to memory. It's going to be an important one to change lives. OKI.wish.org forward slash N-W-I-N. One more time. It's OKI.wish.org forward slash N-W-I-N. And the phone number? 317-318-0543. Again, for Make-A-Wish, it's 317-318-0543. Thank you for all you do, Rachel Terhorse. So grateful for your time and your expertise today. And we just long long live Make-A-Wish for another 200,000 wishes granted and many more years. Thank you. Thank you, Laura. This has been an absolute treat. Thank you so very much. If you missed any part of today's show, log on to 953mnc.com and look for the Spotlight on Business podcast. Be sure to tune in again next Sunday afternoon at 4.30 for Spotlight on Business on News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel, your breaking news and weather station.